Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast, presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films, or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. <laughs> Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Maddie Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawk, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Consequence Podcast Network. Bora hey, iconic army. Bora hey. So on our Hobie Palooza episode, we talked about the amazing tall blonde backup dancer who Hobie had such chemistry with. And, you know, he even said hi to her on stage in the middle of a song. And mm -hmm. she w we just could not take our eyes off her because she was killing it. Yeah. We praised her for her energy, her love of the performance and knowledge of the music. And of course, many Iconics reached out to us to tell us that she's, of course, Sienna Lalau. Mm -hmm. And so... We have seen her work with BTS many times. If you aren't familiar, she's one of the main choreographers for The Lab, which is the dance crew that BTS worked with um, for the On Manifesto film. Um, and then she also danced backup at Permission to Dance LA. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, probably other times that we aren't even, you know, yeah, don't I heard even she have listed with here. Dionysus. Right. She's very familiar with BTS's discography. She's worked with them for a lot of their choreography before. So at the time of recording, we just didn't know. That's who it was right um but a lot of you reached out and were like oh man we have to like immediately walk in and to our next episode right. to acknowledge her right give her kudos by name because of course sienna i mean she really she was, was killing it killing it yeah. yeah she brought so much to the stage so mm -hmm. um a little update and thanks iconics for reaching out to us with that information mm -hmm. on that note welcome back we're your hosts i'm kayla and i'm bethany and this is standing bts your favorite informative fangirl podcast all right today we're doing a spot of sound so we're gonna hang out for about an hour we're gonna talk about Gosh, bad decisions. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk a little bit about the photo folios that are going to be released with Jungkook's coming out first. We're going to finally talk about the Arson music video, um, just because there, we had Hobie Palooza and right. more on Jack in the Box. We just never got around to talking about the music video for Arson. Mm -hmm. um, and then we're also going to talk about some of the BTS vlogs that yeah. we've gotten yeah. lately um so lots to talk about today and today's yeah. spot episode for real so much content to get caught up on mm -hmm. but before we get into it we want to say thanks iconics for being here and for supporting us if you'd like to support us even further and have access to our episode documents our monthly virtual iconic hangouts and our sound checks please consider joining us on patreon at patreon.com slash standing bts or if you'd like you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standing bts podcast 
Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out bi-weekly episodes. But any type of support is super appreciated. Thank you for being here and for listening. Yeah, thanks, Iconics. Uh, so as far as our charity of the month for August goes, we know that we're midway through right now, but, you know, there's still time. We, sh- we are sure that you've heard of the terrible flooding that took place in Korea, you know, over the past week or so. Um, so a couple people reached out to us asking about flood relief, and so we found this great organization organization called Hope Bridge Korea Disaster Relief. That website is hopebridge.or.kr. And then if you need it in English, you can do a slash ENG slash. If you don't originally go to the English website, you can also toggle into English in the top right corner of the website. But basically, Hope Bridge Korea Disaster Relief is a civil association established in 1961 by different broadcasting companies, newspaper companies, and social organizations to help, you know, anyone in their area, any neighbors um, or themselves who are suffering from unexpected disasters. So like this relief fund also went and sent relief into North Korea and they've sent relief into, you know, neighboring countries when needed in the past Mm -hmm. as well. Um, But they are obviously working in Seoul right now and in the surrounding flooded areas. And the way that they take action is by prompting professional relief responses and disasters. And they've established cooperative networks with central government agencies, local governments, major corporations, and media outlets to not only get information out, but to get aid and relief out. So this is a really great organization, you know, founded in Korea. That's where, you know, the work is going and, you know, where the um, funds can really help affect. So again, this is hopebridge.or.kr slash ENG slash. And please join us this month, Iconics, and donating there. Yeah, yeah. And when you go to their main page, like they're talking about like the flood relief right right now, because that's what's going on. That's the main thing. And how you ended up finding this, Kayla, too, is uh, IU ended up donating. IU donated 100 million won. Um, And so that's actually how I found this organization through, you know, her donation efforts so i think that's mm-hmm. you know an awesome organization to support and yeah the donate button is really big in that page you can't miss it so yeah. you know hop on there so let's go ahead and start off with talking about bad decisions so bad decisions is a new song that was released by benny blanco with bts and snoop dogg mm-hmm. so we kept hearing about this snoop dogg collab right. like when is that happening right. so it's finally come here it is he wasn't lying about it <laughs> <laughs> the interesting component of this song is that it's not all of BTS. It's just the vocal line. Mm-hmm. So we have Jin, Jungkook, Jimin, and Young on this song. So this song is super catchy. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it really is just like meant like for an radio earworm. play. You yeah. know, it is, it's really, really catchy. Like, I feel like it gets stuck in your head so easily. Mm-hmm. Just a real, like, easy, enjoyable song to listen to. For sure. Mm-hmm. I think it's so interesting that it's just the vocal line, like you brought up. And, like, Snoop Dogg is the rapper. Like, Snoop Dogg is filling the rapper position that BTS typically has, you know? Mm -hmm. I really enjoy BTS's vocals in this song. I think they are so great. Like, I mean, I'll never, ever get tired of hearing Jimin say, like, just give me oh your kisses like yes okay like for sure i really felt like taehyung came through so much with his more like deeper soulful Mm -hmm. voice i yeah i agree the vocals are absolutely great i think bts are like the bread and butter of this song right they're the majority of the song it's just it's really wonderful to get to hear yeah you know the vocal line really come through and then snoop dogg doing the rap verses right so 
with this song, they ended up also releasing a music video for it. So it's just Benny Blanco mm-hmm. in the music video. Snoop Dogg's in it a Snoop little bit Dogg's too. Snoop Dogg's in it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're together though. Like, no, they're, they're never together. Like yeah. they definitely did not get if, together to film. Yeah, I don't know if they shot separately or something. Right. But the music video, like, I feel like it's really lighthearted. It's really just him playing on, you know, what it's like to be an army Mm -hmm. and preparing for a BTS concert or whatever. Right. But the part of the music video that I really felt seen in a very specific way was (laughs) the projector that he has in, like, a little theater room. Um, My parents, they have, like, a theater room at their their house, like, like, a projector and everything. And so... I'm like, man, I feel so seen right now because I, of course, have watched BTS. Like, I've introduced BTS to almost all of my friends in right. my theater room. Yes. You know? Like, I need it all, like, full screen projector worthy. You right. Know? Like, you have to see them. Um, so I just thought it was really funny that he had this theater room, you know, yeah. with a projector. Yeah. <laughs> that theater room is also where we started the podcast. That is where we started the podcast. Yeah. We recorded in that room. The, yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... The the part that I really felt like seen was just when he first woke up in his bedroom that's all like decked out with all of the BTS everything. Not that my bedroom is, but it's because I have a whole house. So it's like my like shelves in my family room are just covered in BTS. Mm-hmm. And then like in our office gaming room, I just have like a whole section of the wall. Just it's a shrine it to is BTS. A shrine. Like if you're a iconic who comes to the monthly hangouts, it's behind me. Like you see, that's what my background is. It's yeah. like my literal shrine to them. Yeah. Um so with Yugi's water bottle, of right? Course. Yugi's water bottle, huge <laughs> picture of Namjoon. You yeah, know, like yeah. yes, yes, like literally, like streamers from one of their concerts, and uh uh-huh. oh, yeah. oh, um, yeah. So I felt very seen, and also the part where he like literally parks his car on Sunset Boulevard because he's in too much traffic and he has to get to the concert. Mm-hmm. That was very much our experience when we were going to SoFi in LA. Like not you know parking on Sunset, but actually getting into SoFi and trying to park was a zoo. It getting was. in and out was insane and we were worried about timing right like, get, just like getting to the parking lot it was right. like oh my gosh I we we're mean. just like at a standstill we would have never ever gotten into that venue before the concert started had Jess not like let us go stand in line with her right for yeah. sure but yeah I felt that I really felt that mm-hmm. um I also even though like I'm like oh I feel seen here the first time watching this music video I felt a little bit sensitive about it like I know he's just playfully poking fun, but at some points it felt kind of like a caricature of ARMY, you know, and um, for exaggerated. someone exaggerated, it's yeah. so exaggerated. And for someone to do that, who's like outside of ARMY and like doesn't really understand the fandom or culture or like the history there, uh-huh. it felt like to me, I felt some kind of way about it a yeah. little bit, you know, um, I still enjoyed it for what it was, but I think I was a little bit sensitive to like those yeah. visuals. I don't think he portrayed it poorly though right. in any way but i get what you're saying with that right yeah or yeah. i mean <laughs> i yeah his I get mom it. helping him make a cake like he's like childish or him running like all frantically like he mm-hmm. you know and like spilling the cake because he just like can't keep it together you know i'm yeah. like uh, it was okay. a, it was a bit over the top but right. you know, i think it was just meant for like 
for it to, to be, be funny. that way. It was, yeah. It was, yeah, it was lighthearted. Right. You know, I really don't think that he like meant to insult Army. No, in definitely any way. not. I think, like I yeah. said, I think I was just oversensitive to it. <laughs> yeah. So if anyone else out there is feeling like, man, am I the only one sensitive about it? You're yeah. so not. Yeah. Um, it was still like it was cute. Like the music video was funny, and I liked how he how he executed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, overall, it's it's a good song. It's catchy. It's personally not one that I'm hitting on replay. I don't mm-hmm. think Kayla, you've really been no. hitting on replay either um i also kind of felt like the collaboration was a little bit bit disjointed and i feel that other armies had some discourse online too about how this collaboration like didn't quite see i don't think they ever like got together in person to work on it i feel like snoop's verses were recorded separately too for sure we did get a little bit of like jimin meeting up with benny blanco after the release right but Um, to be fair i only think that happened because jimin came to the states to support hobie at hobie palooza Palooza. like otherwise there's i mean he would not have yeah um i will say that it's really really common in the music industry like most artists when they do collaborate on a song do not get together yeah like it was really unique that like you know Coldplay, Coldplay. did that with My Universe, uh-huh. but that's what made that such a good collab. Yeah. Um, but you know, BTS have collabed with other artists in the past. Like I would even say their like version of Idol with Nicki Minaj. Like of course they didn't get together with her to collaborate for that. Like they or she just like Sia on on right. Okay, <laughs> let's not talk about that one. But like the Nicki Minaj Idol is a good song, you right. know, and she definitely just like recorded her verse and sent it over and they mixed it in Uh but the problem with this song is that like the elements don't go together that well you know um i i just agree with you that the the collaboration itself didn't blend that well like we Uh love bts's role in it completely like they're so amazing and i don't i'm not knocking snoop for like his verse or whatever i mean Mm -hmm. i just think it was like a basic whatever pop song verse radio play song radio yeah. play verse yeah. yeah yeah it's still catchy though yeah and like i think it's enjoyable to listen to like i i wouldn't say i'm skipping it necessarily when it does come on but i'm not like putting it on replay for like, sure you know it's not like a bts song that i just have to keep like listening going to back over and to over. Yeah, right like, i can't get I agree with you it. yeah. it's not skippable at all but it's yeah. not one that i'm like going out and needing to hear again yeah 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 anyways but bts are amazing on it they yeah. are amazing on yeah. it yes so let's get into jungkook's photofolio and we can talk a little bit about how all of bts are going to do this eventually as well but jungkook is the first one to do it so he tweeted out just a picture of him and the caption just said me myself and jungkook and we're all like what the fuck is this this? what is this because he has like red eyes and like bloody swollen lips Mm -hmm. and you know everybody's saying vampire jungkook alpha wolf jungkook like i mean the fanfic writers are really coming out of the woodwork for the army discourse on this oh my (laughs) gosh did you see like the twilight like the official twilight like saga twitter account yeah tweeted about no okay no like the top reply tweets to the bts official twitter account are embarrassing (laughs) i'm like like so many people like you know are like delete this please like no we've moved past this but you know jungkook brought it all back so a little bit about (laughs) this um so the whole thing is to be released on september 1st and it's an eight photo series um and he in the meantime is releasing like little preview images or teasers 
um, as well as concept films that are just going to be released periodically leading up to September 1st. So far, we've gotten the mood inner self teaser, mm-hmm. which is seven seconds long. Very short. Very short, but there's mm-hmm. so much within it. We get like a little bit of sparkly jungkook we see a pomegranate yeah we see a close-up of his eyes mm -hmm, his red eyes mm -hmm. yeah it's very vampire very totally the the concept here that he's going for he has that like older like victorian era like kind of like puffy shirt Mm -hmm. you know looks very sexual very dark Mm -hmm. you know um brooding brooding yes super excited for it um (laughs) but jungkook they ended up releasing saying that he ended up working on all aspects of this photo shoot starting with the planning stages from the concept costumes and even to the props wow so he must have really done a lot of research into how he wanted this photo shoot to go Um, i'm really excited to see what we get from it i just feel like this is such a different artistic approach for bts mm-hmm. you know it kind of reminds me of like the artist collection that we got from them where they did yeah. their own merch you know yeah. but now we're gonna get all of the members and like their own like photo shoot right that they've like you know handpicked what they you know what they want to do with the photo shoot right. and you know talking about like the costumes the props the makeup what you know the concept so we've got this vampire vampire jungkook with his Eyebrow piercing. Fuck. God, I cannot with the lips. It's the Man, lips that are killing me lips. with like the, mm-hmm. the, what looks like blood around his lips. Uh-huh. Just, and like the slight blurriness of this image like really yeah. adds to like the sex appeal and the mystique of what is this? What's going on? Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes me really intrigued and excited for the full photo series and just to pick it all apart. Like, right. I really feel like this is something that we're going to give attention to and like invest intention into because it's going to be exciting like the detail work that he's going to bring to this the elements that he's going to bring like at this point can only imagine right yeah Yeah. and just knowing you know how much he's participated in it right now i'm very curious to see his artistic approach with you know a photo shoot right what he would do if it's all in his hands for sure yeah yeah i've never been this nervous in my life Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! <laughs> what would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on. A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. <laughs> be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. All right, so let's go ahead and get into the Arson music video. Oh We're gosh. finally going to pick this apart. Um, not as much going on as like the more music video mm-hmm. in terms of like what is being portrayed and just kind or of the storyline itself. Yeah, um, yeah, but there's still stuff to talk about here for with sure. The Arson music video. So let's go ahead and start with the very beginning where. What I find to be one of the most interesting parts of the entire music video is this massive billboard that is behind J-Hope at the beginning of the music video. So he's kind of in this like, I don't know, it looks like he's underneath a bridge and just like a city area. There's nothing else around except there's all these cars that are like lit on fire. Right, like turned upside down, crashed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. and everything is like destroyed pretty much or is being destroyed. But behind him is this like, picture perfect you know like gorgeous house on a billboard 
And I'm like, what is the purpose of it? Because it's massive. It's right. this massive billboard of this like kind of white suburban house is right. what it looks like to Beautiful, me. Beautiful big suburban home. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, and you see it eventually kind of go up in flames too, just like all the other cars around right. him. But it's not lit on fire right at the beginning. And it's just so blinding. It's like right there. Especially as his first backdrop. It's too. His, it's the backdrop, right? Yeah. And it's what you first see in the music mm. video. So I'm like, what does this mean? Like, why does he have this here? And I just kind of am thinking about like the lyrics at this part of the song where he's talking about his like reasons why, you know, kind of like what's fueling his his motivation. And mm -hmm. he's very blunt and honest and that like money, success, popularity, mm. you know, that's all like tempting. It's very tempting to him. So I feel like with this like picturesque, picture perfect life, like gorgeous, beautiful home that symbolizes wealth success is stability like stability yeah. is like being advertised to him and to us on this billboard holy shit yeah you know so yeah. i think that's that's my interpretation yeah. of this billboard damn the being advertised you know yeah. and then he's burning it down burns and, it down yeah. yeah what what as you were talking i was also thinking about the direction that he's he's walking away from it right he's leaving it behind him mm. he, you know and so everything that that house can represent he's leaving it behind him and you know in his past burning up um, it made me think like cheesily of the house of Bangtan, mm -hmm. like just to plug any BTS parallel yeah. <laughs> at all. Um, but also it made me think about like their song home and the significance of home and, you know, like right. the more theoretical significance of what a home can mean to like being that, that safety zone, that safe space. And, right. you know, just where, you know, where you come home, where you lay your head at night mm. um, and kind of like burning that concept because you could think about that comfort of the group of BTS being that home. And um, now he's stepping, you know, really stepping, stepping out, of it. out mm -hmm. into his solo work. Yeah. 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 I can see that too. Or even just uh, with, mass popularity and mass success you start to you know this isn't true for everyone but kind of become separated from you know that more like homey feel right and, you know being like really super close right. with family all the time because he's so busy and out traveling mm -hmm. you know especially it's, because that style of like suburban home yeah really represents like a idealistic life like a right. you know people who like work towards that type of lifestyle in that neighborhood and everything they want that picture perfect life like you said Big and house. they're right and they are really really um you know they want that idealization of what you know a simple life would be for them mm -hmm. um and he's really just literally burning that all right yeah, yeah. i also couldn't help but to think of as i was typing up like billboard i'm like billboard charts right like, you know like going up in flames like, right you know, just... as it's being advertised on a billboard and billboard right. charts yeah. yeah i couldn't help with it we'll make any parallel i right? mean i don't think it's a stretch he's literally <laughs> burning up the charts yeah yeah there you go 
something that we see in the background as he's kind of like making his way forward away from this house is we see a like a it's like an interstate sign Mm -hmm. um but it has a 94 on it and then the red part at the top has his instagram handle you are me hope Mm -hmm. super super cute and he talked about in his shooting sketch that there's so many little details of his like peppered in the background yeah that symbolize himself that symbolize himself so Mm -hmm. that's one of them and then there was like a big inner like a green interstate sign like a direction sign saying like um you know arson that way and it had like 2022 on it for the exit or something yeah. so you know very timely um so he definitely like thought about a lot of different details those little details on those those traffic signs yeah 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 and that that road sign that says done is very similar to like the ego sign mm-hmm. that we see too so kind of you know reminds us of a you know work of art that he's done in the past yeah yeah I was also just thinking about this like the significance of like the road signs and the fact that he's underneath this bridge um you know being on this like highway right the, you know this always going going quick, the road going to where fast. Yeah, yeah yeah and not being shown a lot in ego too so there's for sure parallels with ego here for sure um we also see not only are the cars and the billboard and everything else is lit on fire, which is fitting. There's also men lit on fire, mm-hmm. like like just in black, all black outfits, lit on fire, running, and right. they're all running different directions. Uh, this makes me think of just J Hope running with like a fiery passion to write and produce Jack in the Box, working on music. You know, the, yeah. like you know, seeing these people physically running, lit on fire. Yeah. It makes it makes me think of just like the fiery passion that he's had throughout this creation of his album and just really his career with BTS too. Mm-hmm. I I agree, and they like the Running Men on fire bring a, another level of chaos to it you know mm-hmm. it's like it's not just explosions like people are literally on fire so it seems more chaotic and they just um they, they bring panic at the same time panic. you know the panic of being on destruction. fire and destruction yeah. and yeah it just really emphasizes all of the emotions that he wants to bring forth visually in this song yeah yeah um, I really love when he comes out for the second verse and he switched from the crisp white jumpsuit and now his jumpsuit is like all charred and burnt. And it's when he says it's done. done. It's, it's done. done. It's over. It's done right. now. So, you know, he everything is all burnt up now. The flames are no longer going. And he's it's just like this aftermath of arson all around him, like blackened cars, thick smoke billing around him at some points, especially early in the second verse. It's almost hard to see him because of the smoke that's just pouring in around him. Mm, there's ash everywhere. everywhere. And yeah. it, even in the shooting sketch, he says we even are burning the ash, you know, like yeah. burnt to a crisp out there. And, you know, it made me think about. Like, what is remaining here after the fire? Only him. He's the only thing left. Ah. Damn. Damn. Yeah, I know. Goosebumps. Oh, J-Hope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's so interesting, too, is, like, um, in the first verse, you know, where everything's set on fire, it's nighttime. But now you're really seeing, like, the after effects of the destruction because now it's daytime. And you can just see all of the destruction so clearly. I mean, between that, you know, the the billowing smoke and the the ashiness in the air, um, it's just you can really see 
what's been done, the destruction right. that's gone on here. Right. I think the smoke kind of like clears away and yeah. you can, as he's rapping, you can see, oh my gosh, like it's really a fucking waste zone here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you can see these helicopters, these like military style helicopters circling the area, mm-hmm. which like you were saying before, it really seemed like a panic, like a state of emergency right. type situation. And now we're here with like, it looks like relief aid that's mm-hmm. being provided to this area. Like the fire has been put out, you know, they're trying to like tend to the, the wounded right. or, you Search know, whatever. Survivors. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like you were saying, it's just J-Hope standing there now who is still intact. Oh my it's, God. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's still intact. Every those men on fire, they got burned up. Like, right. I mean, that could be like the competition that could be anybody that he's left in his wake could just be. because of his success to the top. Mm hmm. Yeah. The haters. I'm just thinking about like what he as an artist is trying, you know, what he maybe was feeling. Right. You know, in the state of writing and producing his music and just like working, working in the studio, lit on fire. And now like he's having to see what remains, Mm -hmm. you know, and even though he's still standing and walking, which we haven't even talked about how he's like been deranged right the whole time he's delivering his verses. I mean, he's like stumbling over himself Mm -hmm. like. Really? I mean, the first time we watched it, we were like, he's almost like zombie walking because he was almost like limping and just taking little steps and, you Mm -hmm. know, and just feeling it in his body a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But he does. He, you know, he very aggressive, very raw in the way that he's delivering his, you know, his rap here. Yeah. But like I was saying here in the second verse, like we're seeing like him as an artist now that the the album's done and it's being released. Now he's kind of seeing the after effects of like, oh gosh, I've done all of this, but also like how, what remains, right. you know, like what have I done to myself? Right. You know, you know, other parts of his life that maybe he's neglected, you know, his home. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, his home. I know. Yeah. Like where he came from, you know? Yeah. 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 For sure. Man, I love that interpretation. Then we get this really neat shot where we go. We've seen the outside of J-Hope. And now we get this neat shot where we see the camera go into his chest, you know, and we see his heart that is still pumping. Yeah. You know? And I just can't help but to think that the heart is his passion. It's still pumping. Yeah. But you see it's charred, you know, like, and even his arteries are charred too. So it looks like his passion maybe is burnt out a little bit, Mm -hmm. but it's still there. Mm -hmm. Um, that there's some damage that's been done, but he's still, you know, it's still pumping. It's still there. And I think it just parallels so much with this, the lyrics of the song with arson being like, does he keep going? You know, like, choose what? Yeah. Does he keep, does he keep burning or does he put it put out. out the fire? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That shot of his heart is so like, we really didn't expect that, you know? And so it's so jarring and I love your interpretation of it. And it made me think of when they come out of it and you can see like kind of the, like the embers on his cheeks, like, mm-hmm. you know, we know that he's burning up inside and it's even coming out of him. We can see him burning from within here. Mm-hmm. And 
um, it really made me think of like the last coal burning on a fire yeah. and you know how it just has that slight tinge of red. It's mostly like burnt up, like, but you know, you could easily restart a fire with just on that it. one last coal yeah. for sure and get it roaring again, you mm-hmm. know, huge fire. I have chills. I need to um, I'm like, J-Hope, please. Um, <laughs> but, or you can, with that last coal, you could snuff it out completely easily as well, like at just as easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, he like him visually making himself this coal is like just that lyrical you know representation of yeah. you know what his choice here of what he's gonna do after this arson after creating this after album. jack in the box you after know, jack where in does the he box. go next year yeah. right right and at this point in the music video like when we see him doing this he's the only thing left burning so it's just that you know greater impact of wow he really is like this last standing coal and you know where's he gonna go from here yeah Yeah. so the last shot that we get is we see arson the word arson all spelt out with flame and j-hope is right in the dead center of it right in that s in the middle Mm. and he's looking at the camera and you see him just pretty much pass out i'm like did he did he pass out from like exhaustion right or smoke inhalation (laughs) like what yeah but exhaustion is really what it is um and he lays in the center of arson you know where it's kind of like he could easily be lit back up Mm -hmm. and keep going yeah um but at what cost you know you see the destruction and the damage that's been done already yeah to you know his passion or just like you know physically too right even just to his body Mm -hmm. like we see like the inside of his body burnt we could take that literally and um you know i think it's so interesting that he's here in the middle of the word and how close the flames are to him but not too close you know it's too close it's just again that continual of like will he won't he like will he be reignited with this whole arson or or not um, I wonder if he'll ever answer that question for us. Well, you know, for I think the question will be answered if he releases another, another album. album. Yeah. yeah. Or when BTS come back together. Right. Yeah. But until then. Until then. We just want whatever J-Hope wants to do. Right. Of course. <laughs> yeah. And we absolutely loved him at Hobie Palooza. And we oh are so excited for his success there. And, um, you know, we want to continue to celebrate this amazing album. Like, yeah. I'm still listening to it. I know I'm you are. I'm still listening to Arson every day. Daily. <laughs> Jack in the Box daily. It's a necessary <laughs> thing. <laughs> for sure. A new year. Time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Um, okay, so let's go ahead and talk about these vlogs that the members have been posting lately. Mm-hmm. Another thing that they're, it seems like they're getting into, and we've gotten a, a vlog from almost every single member, um, with that not being Young and J-Hope yeah. and Yoongi. 
Um, but everybody else we've gotten one from. So the first one we got was from Jimin. Mm-hmm. Sweet baby Jimin. Oh my God. He's so freaking cute the entire time in his vlog. Um, so adorable. So adorable. I just have to say first, his beak is out. Like the beak. The beak. I think he, he talks about his beak. He talks about his beak. He, you know, he captioned it his beak. And yeah. I just like was dying over it. But it was so the shots of him. So I mean, let me explain what he's doing. Yeah. He has always wanted to make jewelry. He we know he loves jewelry. And so he set up a day to go to a workshop and learn how to make jewelry. And he made two bracelets. And these bracelets were like silver that he had to like hammer out and shape and saw and buff and polish. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like he totally, you know, did this whole thing. Yeah. And uh, I just enjoyed seeing how cute he was the whole time and him taking yeah, this along with him. He said he was so focused that his beak came out because yeah. he like pouts his little lips when he's like really focused. You know how like some people when they're super focused, their, right. their tongue will come out or something. Right. I guess he pouts. Mm, and it was it was fully out it was fully out it was so cute but he just looked adorable because yeah. he had this super cute like black beanie on uh-huh. and like overalls, overalls mm. yeah and he just looked all like doe-eyed yeah like, he just looked super cute and curious and you could tell that he was having a really enjoyable time making really? this jewelry it seemed very peaceful he yeah. mentioned that it was peaceful because it's kind of a quiet workshop mm-hmm. and he just got to get crafty with his hands and yeah yeah it was really neat to see him make the jewelry yeah Yeah. he seemed to really love how they turned out Mm -hmm. and you know the way that the two different bracelets fit on his arm and his different options for how he could wear them and style them and you know seemed really proud of himself and i you know i just thought he was really adorable the whole time like so cute and Uh yeah i loved it yeah so next we got rm's vlog and I just have to say, at the start of his vlog, he starts it with, like, him waking up in the morning. Dying. I'm dying. I couldn't Rude. handle it. <laughs> Rude. Like, why did he give us that shot, you know? Because no. you can hear his morning voice. He's just so deep and... Sexy. Sexy and god. croaky and, oh, my God. Anyways, mm. I just couldn't believe that, like, that's how he started And it went the vlog. on for so long. I know. Like he, kept- like, he was basically telling us what his plans were for his vlog. So he ended up going to Basel, Switzerland. So I had not actually heard of Basel, Switzerland before, but I know that just Switzerland is gorgeous overall. Mm-hmm. So he really, this whole vlog was him traveling, but just nom-juning, like, doing his typical right. nom-juning, like, going to museums, eating yummy food, spending time in nature. Mm-hmm. Like that was a majority of what he did. So um, we see him go to Art Basel, which is a museum, and then he ended up just kind of museum hopping. Uh, he ended up going to Paris, too. Mm-hmm. And so he went to a couple museums there as well. But he ended up visiting at least like six different museums, yeah. which is just so non-June. Like... <laughs> I I enjoy a good museum, but oh my goodness, six museums, like one trip, like he clearly is so passionate right. about art, right. so passionate about it. We saw him go to the Rhine River, walk around like the Dip streets. his toes in it. He did tip his toes he in it. He kept that shot in too. Like, thank you. Thank you for the morning voice. Thank you for the toes in your water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I'm not, I don't have a foot fetish, but like for Namjoon, you know. Yeah, I think he ended up captioning, like, why did I do this? Right. You know, like, why did I just show my feet? But what was super cute is he ended up finding this slide. And it was this metal slide, like, in a park. And he went down it one time. And he didn't have, like, you're supposed to use, like, a little sack mm-hmm. to, like, smoothly go down it. And also because it's metal, I think it's hot For or sure. something. Yeah. So he took us down with the camera, you know, and he's just, like 
struggling. <laughs> he's like, ah, 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 ah. you know, he's really struggling, and he's like, why did I he do that? He keeps like you know? kicking his legs up, and yeah, yeah. I mean, he ended up being okay, but it was just kind of it was entertaining right. to, to see him go down this slide. Right. But he really had a fun time with it. That he ended up going and getting the sack like he was supposed to. And then went back and redid it and then loved it so much that he went back and did it again. Yeah. <laughs> so he went down this slide three times. Which is, I just love that. Yeah. That he found such joy in that. And mm-hmm. even like by the third time, the his friends that he was with was kind of like clowning him a little bit. Yeah. Like, are you really doing this a third time? But yeah. he must have just really loved it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, such pure fun. And I just feel like. I love getting on like swings and stuff like that. Oh, me too. I still and, get that. You know, just that vestibular input. You mm-hmm. know, I think maybe he just got a lot of enjoyment out of it. And was yeah. like, I haven't been down a slide in forever. Why not? Like, it's still like you don't have to be a kid to still enjoy stuff like For that. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So it was just really sweet to see that you know he enjoyed going down a slide a couple times. Like yeah. he doesn't get to do that very often. Yeah. Um. So then, yeah, he ended up going to Paris, went to another museum, ate some more yummy food. What I thought was really funny is that when he was in Paris, he said, I want to go and get Korean food, which I think <laughs> is just like, that's kind of like a Korean thing to do is like traveling and then still just wanting Korean food. Right. Which, I mean, I want Korean food all the time. All it's the time. Amazing. Right. To be fair, like Americans have a stereotype of like going to Italy and eating McDonald's. You right. Know? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's very true. Very true. I mean, but yeah. I get it. If I were him, I'd want Korean food, too. Yeah. 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 So his vlog was just it was great. It was mm. all Namjooning. It was him really doing what he does best. Mm-hmm. Museums, nature. Yeah. Walk in. Yeah. I would love to take that trip with him. Yeah. I'd be down for it all. It looked gorgeous. Yeah. Seriously. So the next vlog that we got was a Jungkook camping vlog, which was such a treat because Jungkook is such a sweet, precious baby who like only loves and thinks about ARMY. 24 7 constantly like he (laughs) just makes everything so pure he went camping at the beach and he had like a a camper that they brought with him that i think they drove up there and he drove some of it Mm -hmm. um and he i remember him talking about like i've never driven something like this before Mm -hmm. and I would say like almost half the vlog was him like shopping in grocery stores and convenience stores like for food and supplies, food. which is just <laughs> hilarious that that's like he has to show that like the food collection um, and then him like cooking and grilling it, which was really great. I just love to see his process and, you know, just him enjoying that food. Right. And the the beach looked a little chilly the first night that he was there. And then later on that night, it started raining overnight and he was a little bit like hopeful that it would be nice the whole time so he's i think a little bit down by that rain a little bit but he still did enjoy it and the next morning he had gorgeous weather sunshine not a cloud in the sky Mm -hmm. like beautiful waves the beach was really pretty and before he ended up packing up and leaving on the sand really big i'm sure you saw on his instagram this is what it's from is he wrote bts loves bts heart army forever yeah and he spent such a long time like filming that in so many different ways he was like remiss that they didn't have a drone to like get a high up shot Uh, of it (laughs) yeah i mean he was really really cute with it and uh it was just an amazing way to end the vlog yeah he looked a little teary-eyed too i know like Like, i mean his face would get a little puffy yeah like he was really thinking about bts and army in that moment you could tell Yeah. yeah So sweet. Jungkook, too pure. It looked really relaxing, Mm -hmm. and I think he just had a nice time, you know, camping. He talked about how camping, he enjoys it, and that, you know, it's it's 
something that we should all do. Right. Yeah. It's good to get away. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then the last vlog that we've gotten most recently was Jen's. Mm. And so Jen did a cooking vlog, which is iconic. Iconic. Yeah. Love it. So he ended up going to a cooking class with one of the top chefs in Korea, which is uh, Chef Lee. And they actually have a really great friendship and a really interesting relationship because Chef Lee is much older than Jin. So Jin really commented on how they have this almost like grandfather, grandson relationship with one another. But it sounds like they really enjoy each other's company. And so when he went to go to this class, he ended up bringing him a small gift and just kind of as a thank you for, mm-hmm. you know, teaching him right. how to how to cook. So he gave him a bottle of wine and a jar of honey from Jin's like actual grandpa, his bee farm. I had no idea that Jin's grandpa had a bee farm. Right. I think that is so interesting. But it's like so personal to like gift him honey from, from his grandpa's farm. bee farm. Like I, I just think that is so pure and yeah. cute and sweet. Yeah. Um, and then also, you know, the bottle of wine that they could enjoy after they had cooked their meal together. So Jen really wanted to make menbosha, which we looked it up and it's like this shrimp toast mm-hmm. and that you have to fry. And so oh, it looks so good. It looked, we want to make it now. Yeah. It looked mm. so yummy. Like Kayla, please, if you make it, <laughs> I'll invite you over. Yeah. You know I will. <laughs> invite me over, please. But yeah, Jen really wanted to make it. And so he taught him how to do it. And it was just really relaxing to watch. It felt like you were watching like a cooking show. Mm-hmm. Um, I just loved seeing their dynamic together and how they were talking with one another. But the the bread, the actual toast part that he ended up frying, Jen ended up making it into the shape of the BTS and ARMY logo. No. He also posted a picture of it onto Instagram, onto mm-hmm. his Instagram. But yeah, it really made us want it. We we're like, man, we should cook this. Yeah. And he kind of talked about like how ARMY's should make it too, yeah. you know, from watching, you know, how they had done it together. So it's kind of like a cooking class for Army too. Mm-hmm. But he said to be careful because you have to fry food. So mm-hmm. be careful with the hot oil. Right. I think that this vlog, just because of how kind and generous and thoughtful Jin was at the beginning with these gifts, mm-hmm. and he was so excited for this experience, and Chef Lee and his, like, relationship and just their communication and how, like, I think this vlog was my favorite one to watch. Like, You it love was, cooking, though. I, lo- I do love cooking. <laughs> that is so true. I love cooking, and I've always loved cooking shows, so maybe I'm, like, biased to it, but... Um, but he was with someone. He so was with someone, to, yeah, and yeah, it mm-hmm. was cool to see him, like, learn and, you know, just be so humble and you know Mm -hmm. kind and sweet and yeah I just loved it yeah yeah so we had so much to talk about on Mm -hmm. this spot episode this week just you know BTS they're active you know they are still active very active in this off season really Mm -hmm. not on break that is true but we have really been enjoying this content they've been giving us and we definitely enjoyed talking about it with you iconics this week also run BTS is back oh my god yes yeah so looking forward to it we're Mm -hmm. gonna watch it tomorrow yeah yeah but anyways we uh definitely want to thank our supporters on Patreon especially our VIP iconics Eileen Michelle Deja 
Rebecca, Meg, Rachel, Robin, Emily, Madison, and Holly. Thank you guys so much for all of your support. We love you so much. Bora mm-hmm. Hey, Iconics. Um, and if you enjoyed this episode or any of our previous ones, please let us know. You can write us a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen. It means so much. And of course, please support the Hope Korea Fund Relief. And you can find links for all of the things in the description. Thanks for listening. And thanks for standing. BTS.